This is Soul Fire, a heart-led, soul-driven podcast for honest conversations and community connection. Welcome to episode two. Thank you to everyone who has listened to my first episode. It means a lot. And shout out to Nathan Varma for showing me the ropes of actually how to record and upload a podcast. I had no idea. But Nathan is my partner's best friend. They started their own podcast last year when we were all in lockdown. It's called Double Shot Connection. They aren't actually running it at the moment, but who knows? They may drop an episode in the future. But thank you to you both for inspiring me to start this. And it's definitely helped having someone who's done it before. I've also been doing some YouTubing, so it's been fun learning a new hobby and having a bit of a creative outlet as well as sharing my story. Today I am going to be sharing my journey on body image, bulimia and breast implants. I feel that they all tie in together and it's definitely an ongoing process. I am still healing my relationship with food. I'm still healing my relationship with myself but I am recovered from bulimia after having it And although my parents gave me a beautiful life, I had an amazing upbringing and I had supportive friends, I didn't really have anyone in my life to teach me that I am enough just as I am and that I don't need to compare myself. I was never really taught that loving yourself starts from within. As a child, I was very physically active. I had netball on the weekend, little athletics. I was swimming competitively for a couple of years and what I ate was never really a problem and something I didn't even really think about. I remember dad would pick me up from swimming training most mornings and I was always so hungry and I would smash back two up and go drinks and then we'd go through McDonald's and get um, a couple of bacon and egg burgers. But when my body started to change and I stopped swimming, it was obvious that I couldn't keep eating everything and anything. I felt as though I was bigger than other girls and I started to become very self-conscious about how I looked. I had this feeling that people thought I was weird or ugly. I started to believe that I needed to change to fit in. I didn't know much about other types of exercises or what to do as a teenage girl wanting to lose weight so I started running and I did this quite innocently I would do one kilometer and then add 500 meters each week and I started to notice I was losing weight and I loved the post exercise endorphins and naturally I just started to choose healthier eating options so halfway through year 11 I had lost about seven kilos and people were complimenting about how great I looked I was posting about this journey on Instagram at the same time and started to gain a lot of followers. I, in all honesty, was proud of the way that I was feeling and I wanted to share that with others. I started researching different workouts. I joined a local gym. I was experimenting with recipes and I soon found my passion for healthy living and fitness. Of course, my confidence and self-esteem were increasing But this was definitely more on a physical, superficial level because my mind was not healthy. I started to become obsessed with losing weight and 
I texted my best friend about this when I was 16, attempting to explain that I think I have a problem and told her that I'd been making myself sick and not giving all the details, just wanting some reassurance that I'm not crazy. And she reassured me that I did not have an eating disorder and she didn't know the extent of their problem and I was well aware that this was a problem but if my friend says I'm okay then I must be. It seemed impossible to break free from the toxic thoughts in my head. For years my weight was fluctuating like I would gain some and then lose it again. I was confident yet extremely insecure and I had this happy personality but a very sad soul feeling. It was weird and I was just caught in the middle of it. I was disconnected from myself I was irritable I was restless yet I felt everything so fucking deeply I just I had this feeling like I was constantly aching for more and searching for peace of mind through food exercise relationships and later on alcohol I wasn't even aware that I already had everything within me as year 12 progressed and the reality of finishing school was setting in And the pressure of needing to know what I was doing with my life, the stress of study, maintaining a social life, getting enough sleep, remaining fit, my eating disorder was well and truly out of control. But ironically, I was trying to control everything around me at the same time. It felt like there was this war in my mind and I was constantly losing the battle. My mum eventually found out about the purging as it became more frequent and I always felt like such a failure because I knew what I was doing was not right but at the same time I was living in denial like constantly thinking but this isn't me I am out of control like I can't help it this is all in my head I went to a few counseling sessions but at that time I wasn't ready to talk about it and I would leave feeling more drained than rejuvenated like the whole session was taken up with tears minimal talking it felt pointless I desperately wanted help I I wanted answers I wanted someone to fix me but I wasn't ready that's been one of the biggest lessons in itself is learning that people can't actually do the work for us we have to be willing and ready to do it ourselves. we can get that message of hope and it was only through hearing how other people got through their struggles that actually helped me through mine because it allowed me to have acceptance of where I am in my journey and only then could I find the freedom to actually start changing. It's weird though, right? What started out as an innocent way of wanting to lose weight and get fitter suddenly became an obsession and an eating disorder. It's not like I consciously was aware of this. I didn't suddenly wake up one morning and decide I'm going to eat as much food as I can to cope with my emotions and then make myself throw up so I don't put on weight. And then the feelings of guilt and shame that follow a binge and a purge was so horrendous to the point where any logical mind would not want to put themselves in that situation again. But that was a vicious cycle of having an eating disorder my mind became so used to this adrenaline rush that came from a binge and a purge. It was like this emotional fix. I did manage to pass all my exams and I graduated year 12. I felt a lot of pressure 
needing to decide what I wanted to do and I started out with a semester of nursing but it wasn't what I wanted to do and at this time I was still posting my fitness journey as well as getting honest about my mental health struggles online and a lot of people were relating to this so by this time I had about 15,000 followers so I did end up doing my certificate three and four in fitness so I became a qualified personal trainer but I honestly felt like such a fraud because I had bulimia I was binge drinking on the weekends and my mental health was very up and down and so I didn't actually start working in the industry for quite a few years later because I didn't feel worthy of it I became good at wearing this mask right so I even started to believe that maybe nothing was wrong. I looked happy, but I knew deep down that I was pretty much a sinking ship because my self-worth relied so heavily on my physical appearance at this time that if I was to have any confidence, it felt important, if not crucial, that I maintained this good body. And with so much reliance on this, I became so sensitive to the comments about the way I looked and I really let the opinions of others determine how I felt about myself. Someone made a comment about a girl being so much prettier because she has bigger boobs and I honestly believed it. And when I was working full time, I decided that I could afford to get a loan and within a few weeks, I booked in to get my boobs done because I truly believed that having surgery would one stop me from binge eating and purging because why the heck would I make myself throw up after surgery and two I thought it would make me love myself but I can tell you now that a boob job definitely did not fix these things and to be honest the whole thing was a bit of a blur I just remember being so determined to get bigger boobs Was I thinking straight? (laughs) No, I wasn't really thinking at all. I didn't listen to any of the advice my mum gave me or my friends who tried to convince me that I didn't need them. A loan of $10,000 and big boobs, but definitely no happier than before. I was obviously getting more attention from guys, but not the kind I wanted. I was still very sad on the inside. I was so detached from my body, I hated myself and I was still binge eating and drinking to distract myself from these emotions. Nothing actually changed except for being in debt and three bra sizes bigger. And I'm not saying that enhancements are bad. This is your life and I hope you feel confident and happy in whatever decision you make. I'm definitely all for doing whatever makes you happy but... This is a crucial part of my story and a prime example that even paying $10,000 for new breasts will not make you happy unless your mind already is. And I have to share this with you because I need you to know that you are so enough just as you are. We are made to feel like we need to change and I want you to understand that beauty and the marketing industry want your money. Please just try to take my experience and know that true happiness really does come from within. It requires a lot of practice and definitely something that I am still having to practice. But I promise you that it is truly a 
feeling that no amount of money, job or new boobs will give you. Inner peace and self-love is priceless. And it is your journey. It doesn't matter what anyone says because eventually you will discover these things for yourself. But if I can start spreading this love and positivity as quickly as the world spreads hate and negativity, then the world will become a nicer place if we can all do that. I hope that one day all this self-doubt that we have will eventually be replaced with self-love. And looking back, if I could give my younger self anything, it would be a lesson on this. It would be to teach her the importance of meditation, nature, self-love, foods that nourish her body and words that encourage her growth. I invite you to give yourself permission to rest and reflect on this. Ask yourself some serious questions. Get real. Ask yourself, is this really what I want or am I seeking the approval of others? Do your research and lots of it. Read different stories. Ask people about their experience. The doctors will not tell you everything and I wish I had more guidance and knowledge about this when I was making the decision, although I probably still wouldn't have listened. Ask yourself, are you surrounding yourself with people who lift you up? Check in with yourself often and your environment. Do you enjoy your job or is it adding to your stress? How are you speaking to yourself? Are you being kind to yourself? There are so many things that we can address first. You already are enough just as you are and I know that probably sounds like bullshit because I don't even know you and you're right, I don't. But what I do know is that until I started to tell myself every day that I'm good enough and speak to myself with loving words and be around people that make me feel good, it didn't matter what anyone said to me. It starts in your mind and how you speak to yourself. So I invite you to go get out in nature, breathe, really focus on your breathing and ask yourself, is this what I want? Gather all the information you can, make an informed decision, one that comes from your heart and not your head. And be proud of the decision you do make. It is your life. You don't have to explain yourself to anyone. I personally know so many girls who have had this surgery done and are extremely happy with their results. A boost in confidence is so nice to see. However, at 19 years old, I didn't have this information. I didn't get taught these things. I rushed into a big decision based on the opinions of others and my low self-esteem. I didn't need big boobs, I needed to love myself, I needed professional help for my mental health and I needed to know how to use the tools to get better. I needed to have the confidence to be me. Eventually I started to become more aware of the voice coming from my soul and I started to explore beyond my physical health, realising that perhaps it was my spirit that needed attention and not my body. I wanted to look at things from a different angle and with alternate therapies. For me personally, it felt really natural and more beneficial seeing professionals with a holistic approach to healing. I didn't like the idea of relying on medications. It didn't feel like just a chemical problem. It felt like my energy field was tired. My soul was exhausted from the constant conflict within me. I became more self-aware of my thoughts and my actions through meditation, prayer, journaling, reading, practicing being present 
And I was really starting to recognize the potential to actually break free from the mind games and self-pity. I needed a lot of self-belief and learning how to acknowledge, accept and forgive myself over and over. But I did finally start to believe that I am enough and always have been noticing this deep sense of peace within me as the loving thoughts became more frequent. I clearly remember saying to myself that I will do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to find myself again to be the real authentic me. I deleted my Instagram account that now had 19,000 followers after this decision and although my posts were very real sharing my journey of weight loss, disordered eating and depression, the need for validation from others was still very much there. The amount of likes and the way people responded were still forming the basis of my self-worth and I tried denying this to myself for a long time but it was obvious that my self-doubt and toxic thoughts were feeding off this need for comparison and so now I only have a small following on my new account but even now I still do feel the need to have a digital detox to reset this thinking. Doing things that were making me happy and speaking to myself with a loving attitude was becoming easier and my natural confidence started to emerge. I was slowly letting go of the need to distract myself with binge eating, self-harm and other toxic behaviour. I was learning to live in stillness and observe my thoughts rather than reacting to them all the time. I came to the realisation that having breast implants was not the true me. I didn't need them anymore to love myself and the more I thought about it the more obvious it became that I wanted them out. (laughs) Crazy right? I hated the size of them but also the emotional baggage that they carried. I wasn't that insecure 19 year old who impulsively decided to get them three years ago. I wanted to feel light and natural and authentic and this just didn't seem possible with two foreign objects in my body that enhanced the way that I looked. I started doing more research and it completely baffled me that I had made such a big decision to get implants, not knowing anything about them. I then found a group on Facebook where thousands of other women are sharing their story of removing their implants too because they talk about this sickness called breast implant illness. And looking more into this, there really is just not enough research about it and People just aren't being told about the long-term effects on not only our physical health but our mental health and nervous systems as well. My decision was now clear and it was just a matter of when. The only good thing that came out of paying more for surgery in Perth was that the surgeon was actually able to do it as a surgery correction and the procedure was free of charge through Medibank, thank goodness. That was a huge relief. I still had to wait seven months due to the fact that I was living in Broome and it was expensive flying down. But finally, in January 2019, my breast implants were taken out. I felt so free, like free to be me again. A $10,000 life lesson on how to love myself. And honestly, I am so grateful that I came to this realization at such a young age. And I love the woman that I am becoming. 
it's still hard. I still have my doubts and what works for me may not work for you. The point is just do exactly what feels right for you. Get to know yourself. Listen to what your body is trying to tell you. For years I was searching for answers in other people. I didn't need fixing. I just needed to learn how to be me. And finding happiness along this journey rather than taking myself so seriously. This sense of peace that I had been longing for for so long comes from within. And letting go of self-criticism and self-doubt. Accepting myself for exactly as I am right now. Taking time to reflect. Breathing. Deciding what I want to do in life, setting some goals but not getting too caught up on them, creating a safe and calming environment to live in, leaving positive affirmations around the house, being more me and less them. The day I decided to stop comparing myself is the day that my life started to change. I honestly want you to believe in yourself and I know that you can achieve anything. I'm living proof that self-belief and honoring your truth is true power. And my secret is just starting before you are ready. Life is tough, but so are you. And I promise you that working through the pain of the past is so worth it. And the peace that you'll find in this present moment is amazing. And I'm just like anyone else doing the best I can with the knowledge I have. I hope that you have been able to take something from this. Please share it with anyone who may need this message of hope because like I said, with that message of hope, it gave me a chance to accept where I am. And with that, I was able to have the freedom to start changing. You can connect with me on Instagram at soulfire.podcast.com.